Well, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to my podcast. It's March 9th, coming out a little late. I know. I'm a couple podcasts behind. I know. This podcast makes up for all that shit. I'm telling you guys. I got a good one coming at you. If it's your first time listening, this is a good podcast. I think it's a really good podcast. Because we went on the Nashville trip, and I got to reconnect with family. I got to reconnect with my heroes from the island, dude. And as soon as I see these fools, it takes me back to the island, man. I got to see Brittany and Jeremy, owners of the island. These people are the ones making all this stuff possible for me. I can't thank them enough. I love them so much, and they love me. And we get into it in the podcast, you guys. Uh, my shout-outs always, Progressive Martial Arts. Uh, they have all your jujitsu striking, fighting needs, man. And they're a down-to-earth, great community of people. You guys, Progressive Martial Arts here in Grand Forks. Um, get in there, check it out. Uh, these aren't sponsors, man. I just shout out people I love and people I support. Uh, Combat Cardio Club, my boy Vic, the only boxing gym here in Grand Forks. Uh, it's great for children. It's great for adults. Uh, teaches you discipline, self-defense, all these things, man. That's why I love these gyms. These gyms have changed my life. And I don't care if it's like a, a martial arts gym. Oh, I wore my throat on this podcast, you guys. I always do. But get into a gym. That's all I'm trying to say. Get moving. Walk around the block. Walk down the block and back, dude. I don't know what it is. Then it's like, well, I hurt. I'm overweight. I can't do the things that you do. You got You got to start small, man. Start small with everything. That's the biggest thing. I used to be this crazy dreamer where it's like tomorrow I wanted to be famous and have an amazing podcast. And here I am four years later and I have a good podcast, but not an amazing one. You know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe somebody thinks it is, and I love that person a lot. Maybe it's the bot that listens. I don't know. I love you guys so much for listening to my podcast. I met some amazing people. If this is your first time listening, buckle up, sister. Ha! I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm excited that my brain's not even working anymore. Okay. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, haircuts by Allison. Um, another shout out. She cuts my hair. She makes me look good, you guys. Uh, follow her on Facebook. That's how she does all of her appointments. Haircuts by Allison. Uh, handyman Movers, hit up Roman. Uh, he will move your shit. Um, big or small, he does it all. Uh, handyman Movers, uh, send him what you got, where it's got to go, and he'll give you a quote. He undercuts all these big moving companies who charge way too much. And he's a good dude. So, all right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Uh, I didn't get the shout outs at the end. So, those are the shout outs, man. Um, love, care, share, like, comment. I'd comment and like and share shit all day because I, I support people. Support me. I'll support you. Uh, thank you guys for listening. All the OGs have been with me since episode one, dude. Episode 178. Here it is. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to my podcast. I know I've been gone a week. Uh, me and Robin went to Nashville. If you follow me on social media, you got to see all the cool pictures of all the fun stuff we did. If not, you're going to hear about it right now on the Dave Cast, my podcast. For the first, t- If this is your first time listening, I like to do this, man. I met some people this week that asked about my podcast, and they might be listening for the first time. And I just want you guys to know, thank you for listening. Thanks for checking in on me. Uh, if it ain't this, if you don't like it, if I swear too much, if I talk dirty, 
Uh, I'm sorry. I'm real. I'm vulnerable. I'm open. And I try to be, I try to not swear as much, honestly. Since I met Brittany, I've been really good at trying to not swear as much, but uh, I swear out of pocket, or not to swear out of pocket. So, uh, yeah, we were in Nashville, man, and we had a blast. Uh, what a blessing it was to have my Aunt Sandy there. Um, I, uh, I can't I can't express enough how awesome it was to not live out of a hotel for a week, not have to pay for a hotel. It was like a real bed and breakfast staying at my Aunt Sandy's and they served supper and snacks, dude. Like she was awesome. She would make us breakfast almost every morning. She would make meals. She would always be feeding us. She was so awesome. And then to have them living near living in, in and near Nashville. Like they showed us around. They knew how to get around. Uh it was it was awesome. They let us use their car. Uh, the Nissan Cube was my Aunt Gina's car, passed down to my Aunt Sandy now, and uh, it's a cool car. It's not. It's kind of a – it literally is a shitbox, but uh, it got us around there, and it's not a bad car. I'm just hating on it just because the way it looks. It looks like a cube. That's why they called it the Cube, Dave. Ha! Okay. Uh, first and foremost, um, we'll get back into family more. I will talk more about my family here in a little bit. But we fly out on Tuesday and land in Nashville, picked up by my Aunt Sandy and my Uncle Gary. Uh, my Uncle Gary married my Aunt Sandy a couple years ago, so he's a new uncle to me. But I feel like I've known him forever, and he's a sweetheart, and he's a Jesus-loving man. <clears throat> we watch some of the same shows. Man, Gary, he rides a motorcycle. He is so cool, man. I love Gary. Uh, we'll get into more of that in a minute, but. So the first thing we do when you fly into town, they pick us up, we drop off our luggage, and then we go downtown um, to the Broadway main drag, and they drop us off. Uh, we're just checking out the main drag. There's live music in every bar, a lot of bars. Nashville's a big drinking town. And we're just checking it out and this and that. Well, we got tickets to go to the Predators game. Uh, the Nashville Predators are playing the Pittsburgh Penguins, and what a cool, cool experience that was. And... I joke because we get from uh, we come from North Dakota where we watch hockey all the time. We go to Nashville and <laughs> we go to a hockey game right away, which is funny. But man, it's so it reminds me of the Ralph Engelstad Arena a lot. Uh, it's just way freaking bigger. Uh, it's like there's a mall. It's like if a mall was wrapped around an, a hockey rink. There's a lot of skating rinks and malls actually, but. Like, it's wrapped around a hockey rink, and these guys that in the pros are pro. You know, they're pros, so it's like we're used to watching kind of semi-pro, not really, collegiate, res collegiate wrestling. I'm so, I always think about wrestling. Collegiate hockey is uh, a lot slower, not as rough. So these guys are just cruising around the ice. It looks Everything looks so much smoother. Uh, they hit harder. They try to punch each other sometimes. They can't fight in college hockey. They try sometimes, but they'll get freaking suspended for a while if they fight. So, uh, what a game. It was fun. Uh, the Predators lost 3-1, to one, but it was a cool experience. It was really good. Uh, I got to go to Zany's, one of the freaking most famous comedy clubs in the United States. Uh, Zany's Nashville. Uh, I got to go see Brian Callen, dude. He was one of my, he's one of my favorite uh, podcasters his stand-up's kind of weird and crazy but man he was funny 
Uh, his openers were freaking funny. We sat right up front. Robin made fun of me because he walks out. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Brian Kellen. And the way I said it, <laughs> it was so awesome. I got to see Brian Kellen. Uh, listen to him on a bunch of podcasts. And it was just, it was awesome. Just awesome being there. Uh, the whole time I was there, I wanted to hit an open mic. They have, they have an amazing comedy scene. Uh, it didn't really happen till the last night. Uh, I got to do comedy. I got to get on stage again. I think it was my fifth time. Uh, I do comedy every day, all day. That's what I do. I make, I try to make jokes. I write them down. Uh, if you're like, do some jokes on here, that's the hackiest shit ever. Sit here and try to do jokes. I thought about running across some premises with you guys. Uh, every once in a while, I just throw out a premise and stuff. And like, I was thinking of one today about all elderly people should be on meth. Like, you hit a certain age, and it's just like, here's some meth. So, <laughs> it was just because they, they're slow, and I don't know. You know what I mean? You're always waiting behind some old person, and it's like, if they're on meth, they'd be fucking cruising, you know? I don't know. I was just, that's the joke premise I had. So, I got to work on it, right? See, it's not funny on here. Jokes are only funny when you get up in front of people, and you start telling them, and you figure out what makes people laugh. So, I found out things that made people laugh that I didn't even think would. Um, building up to punchlines, people were laughing already, and I'm like, yo, we did this punchline drops, yo, and I dropped my punchline, and they laughed even more, I couldn't believe it, couldn't believe it, uh, I brought up a couple subjects that, I don't even know why I brought them up, uh, it was things I thought about beforehand, but couldn't make funny, and then I get on stage, and I'm kind of so nervous, that I brought them up, uh, like me being an apologist, I don't know what that was about, uh, I apologize for who I am all the time, I used to, and I don't know where I was going with it. And I was like trying to be obnoxious and rude. And then I called myself rude and I'm not rude. I'm like the nicest person ever. So I don't know what was going on with that. Uh, uh, what else is going on, man? So the reason we went was to go f to the uh, G-Force Entrepreneurs Meetup. Uh, I am grandfathered into all these meetups. And I get to go to them for free. And I get to learn all sorts of freaking crazy Awesome information about how to become successful, not only with money, but in life, uh, in health, and mental health, and all these things, financial health. They're hooking me up, dude, and I'm so freaking lucky, man. Uh, they call me one of their heroes, and I just, I've never felt like a hero to really anybody. Um, you know, I, I talk about how I've been a part-time dad, how I've never had custody of my children, and... I, I hope they look up to me like a hero, but I, I feel like they don't. You know, I feel like if they didn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be surprised if they did. You know, and that's something I, I beat myself up about a lot over life and uh, something I'm trying to get over now. I'm trying to reach out to them and be part of their life more, but they're at this time in their life where they don't want nothing to do with that, you know? So, with that being said, uh, where was I going with that? Just that, oh, everybody's calling me a hero, man. I was going to go with me and my, buying my new car, but let's, let's save up on that. We'll wait on that for a second, too, because I got two a new life updates going on in my life, and we'll get to those in a little bit. I'll probably freaking forget, so just wait, though. It makes you wait longer, anticipation. It's a podcast way. Do it. It's not, not a podcast way to do it. It's like an old radio way or the news, right? The news would do that. Oh, some crazy thing happening uh, downtown, and you'll find out about it at 9, and it's like, What's freaking eight? And I live downtown. Is it on fire? What do I? What am I doing? Anyway, <laughs> so they call me up. They call me a hero, and I'm one of their heroes. And I meet all these crazy successful people who didn't serve in the military, and they look at me, 
like I'm a hero. And they're just like, they just amazed by me and amazed by the things I've done and been through. And I'm just like, yay for me, you know? And it's like, it feels so good to be, to be appreciated, you know, to be just, to be a part of something. It's a part of something bigger than me. You know, but I'm an integral part of it. I'm becoming an operator. There's a good chance I can go to Honduras in July. I'm going back to Nashville in June for my uh, tier one anti-sex uh, trafficking or human trafficking training. Dude, I'm in, in the freaking best place right now I've been in my life. I'm so excited. My marriage is great. Uh, me and Robin went on vacation for an entire week and didn't argue once. Didn't argue once. When we were at the comedy club, uh, shout out um, Third Coast Comedy. That's where I went up and did comedy. Uh, we showed up there the last night. Uh, my cousin Amy, shout out Amy. Uh, her, her husband Jason. We went and got Tennessee. I keep saying Tennessee chicken. I think people get it. But it's Nashville hot chicken. And it was probably, the I swear to you, the best tasting chicken I've ever had in my life. And I got medium. And whoo. I was sweating. It was hot. You know, it was like, I can't trust a fart after this. And if I said that on stage and shit, I got to laugh. Uh, it was good, man. Uh, such good chicken. But we go there before. Uh, Hattie B's is like a famous uh, chicken place. It was so cool to go there, I guess. I don't know. It wasn't that. I mean, it was cool. All right. I just, <laughs> to me, it was like, that sounded really desperate for something cool. I don't know. My Uncle Gary thinks fucking everything is cool, man. He's like, that's bad to the bone, Davey. That's all I heard the whole time. Davey, that's bad to the bone. <laughs> I loved it, dude. I love my Uncle Gary, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got to see my Uncle Jim as well. Uh, Sandy's uh, first husband. He is, uh, he's an interesting man. I love my Uncle Jim, dude. He's a really, he's a singer, songwriter. Uh, he's been an artist his whole life. Uh, he is, he's got a cool perspective and, and interest. He's really quiet, kind of a shy man. I haven't seen him in over 22 years. He knew me as a child, and now he's meeting me as an adult. So it's almost like it's the first time he's meeting me, you know. And I, I still, he's still the old same Jim to me, man. He's changed a little. I got him talking. It was, oh, it was a good time meeting my uncle Jim. Uh, my cousin Josh. I play uh, video games with him all the time, but I really, I don't think I've ever seen Josh or met him as an adult. Maybe one time at a funeral or something, but not. Not to this extent. Uh, my cousin Cassie, same thing. Uh, my cousin Zach, all these guys. We went out to dinner together. We hung out together. Uh, it was, it was so, it was so awesome that they get, I get to meet them as adults now, and it's just kind of different, right? When you have younger cousins. Uh, I was a younger cousin at one point too, and people met me, and they're like, "Hey, there's Davy! Holy shit!" And they call me Davy. It's weird, but uh, back to the comedy thing. Really. Uh, Amy and Jason were like, and and Robin, and they really pushed me to get on stage. Robin was like, "You leave here and not get on a not get on stage in a place where there's three or four places a night doing comedy." Like, man, it's crazy. So, uh, shout out Third Coast Comedy Club. We showed up there. Uh, they only drew 25 names, and I I'm pretty sure it was probably like 40, 50 people signed up. If you ask me, I'm not sure, but they drew my name. I was later in the lineup. And the sad part is, is after comics do it, and people bombed, people sucked, people weren't funny, people were funny. It was, it, but it, it was the environment. The environment is so cool because 
Everybody there knows what's happening. Everybody knows that people are there to work things out. They're there to try new things, work on bits, uh, get up and riff. Uh, we all get that. So when somebody bombs, I'm just I'm sitting there going, that might be me in five minutes or ten minutes. You know, like it's it is it is what it is. Huh. So they get me on stage. I do four minutes. I did pretty good, you guys. I really did. I got a video of it, but I'm not sharing it with anybody. I shared it with my heroes, uh, my boys, but. Uh, and I, dude, I'm scared to share that, share it with them. They're going to pick me apart, but, uh, it, it takes a lot to get up there. It takes a lot to do it. So, and a lot of people see that and they understand it. You know, you got to realize it's my fifth time getting up there. If I showed you that shit and was like, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been up there thousands of times. You'd probably be like, dude, you're, what are you doing with your arm the whole time? Why are you moving around so much? Like I pick myself apart, but, uh, back to the G force entrepreneurs and Brittany Turner, you guys haven't heard before, Brittany Turner is this amazing, beautiful, smart, entrepreneurial woman who, who hate, he, she hates sex trafficking. Everybody should hate sex trafficking. But she, she wanted to make a difference in the world. And she, she wanted to, to battle human trafficking, especially children. And she said, how do I do that? And she said, I'll make a billion dollars. That'll help. She has. She's created these amazing organizations that I'm going to get a chance to work for. She's setting me up for success, and she loves me, man. This woman looks at me and sees the world. She sees so much more than I see in myself. I'm getting emotional, man. That's how these people make me feel. Her husband, Jeremy? Jeremy lock and loaded lock, dude. This guy is so freaking cool. Uh, he... It's done things in the military that I can't even imagine. And I've done shit that people can't imagine. You know what I mean? There's levels to this shit. And the shit he did compared to me is just ridiculous. But we can't compare, right? And he loves me. He looks up to me the same way. He thinks I'm funny. I think he's funny even though his jokes are so dumb. They're so dumb they're funny and I love it. The fucking dryer's going. I hope you got or the washer's starting to spin cycle and it's being loud as shit. I didn't close the door. It helps with the echo because nobody's here. But I love these people. So much. My other heroes, uh, for the guys that made it, uh, Aaron, I'm going to forget somebody, Seth, uh, Joe, who else was there? Luke. I think I got all you guys, right? Man, I just seen you guys again, dude. It brings me back to the island every time I see you guys. Like, I see you and it's just like we bonded in this crazy place. We barely know each other to a point. We know each other. On a surface level. Nah, we know each other deep. because, But not necessarily person. I don't know how to explain it. We've all been through similar shit. We struggle with similar shit. And when we look at each other, we don't feel alone. That's the best way I can explain it. Uh, I met some new people. Uh, I got, I talked, we talked to Jeremy Newsom when I was on the island through Zoom. And I, I got to meet this dude. And I didn't know what he was going to be like. But the most down to earth, nicest, he's funny. He's, God, dude, these people, you, you don't expect it from billionaires, man. And these people are billionaires. They're so down to earth. I met this guy, Matt DeLong, and he told me about this book uh, that he wrote about parenting and children. And me and him were talking and discussing uh, just, just me and my average dad syndrome that I got and all this stuff. And man, I, then I, we got to hang out the next day after the, after the meetup. Uh, we got to go to dinner. Robin got to come to the dinner. Um, super beautiful restaurant in, in, in Nashville, uh, obviously <laughs> the next day we go out to this place, Magnolia Acres, uh, 
a property that they use out there uh, to to raise money. They it's a venue, beautiful house, beautiful land. Uh, they rent it out uh, for birthday parties, wedding parties, uh, as a venue, and they take that money and they put it back uh, into their nonprofit and and get people like me to do training so I can become an operator for them. Uh, to get to send Jeremy and the guys, uh, Seth and the guys to to Turkey. And uh, the stories from Turkey would just make, I'm not even going to share them on here. It is like some trauma dumping shit that these guys had to go help out with, man. And people crushed in buildings um, looking for, you know, just waiting past the dead bodies to try to find somebody who's alive. Crazy stuff, man. And I'm going to be a part of it. Am I ready for shit like that? I don't know, man, but I'm ready to make a difference. Uh, that stuff's crazy, though. But guys like us who've kind of been in there, been there and seen it, you know, I've seen dead bodies. Not in that magnitude for sure, but I've seen quite a few. Uh, what do we got? Let's get away from the trauma. Uh, meet all these people. So that morning, um, shout out again to my cousin Josh. I love this dude. He shows up uh, for the morning hike. And there was probably, what, 10 of us that went on the morning hike. A lot of people are busy. Got stuff going on, but uh, Jeremy, Seth, uh, who else was on there? Joe, Aaron, uh, Robin was there. Uh, Craig, man, I forgot. Mentioned Craig. Uh, I met this dude named Craig, man. He's so down to earth. He's sitting at a table with the heroes right away. And he's, he's you can tell he's kind of intimidated. He brings up pickleball, and we kind of joked about it. And, man, talk about the sweetheart of a man and a nice dude like uh, he's big in investing and stuff. He invested in Tesla, uh, made some money there. He drives a Tesla. We were messing around and just, ah, such a good dude. Uh, shout out to that guy and everybody else. If, if any of you that were there listening to my podcast, um, the bodybuilder couple were so cool. Uh, this dude, Derek, was cool. Oh, so many, so many awesome people. Uh, and we all met uh, out at Magnolia Acres. But before that, I'm trying to get to the hike. I keep... Getting distracted, that's where my mind goes, but the hike. Um, so we it was called Baker's Bluff. It was like a half mile in, half mile out, nothing crazy. The elevation was kicking me and Robin's ass. Uh, you're like, why can I not breathe very well? And it's like we were at almost 2,000, I think, out there. And here in Grand Forks, I think it's like three or 400. So it's, it's quite an elevation drop. I went to Vegas one time up to like 3,500 feet and tried to sprint and I almost died. Uh, the hike was awesome. The views. The views there. I joke that it's like, uh, any if you go anywhere in during the winter months in North, like when you if you travel from North Dakota and go anywhere, it's way nicer than here. So it's like I want to live there. The sights, but damn, dude, Tennessee is beautiful. It really is. So, some of you may have seen on social media, we get to the bottom of the hiking trail, and there's a creek and like some little waterfalls. We climb up on the waterfalls, we get some pictures, and all of a sudden somebody's like, let's get in the creek. Let's do it. And I had this crazy feeling because they had us doing all these ice, or not ice baths, or I've never did an ice bath, but they've uh, had us doing cold showers, and I freaking hate cold showers. For some reason, I'm like, we're going to be getting in water when we get there. I just know it. It's going to be like a test to see if we did it. And me, Jeremy, Aaron, and Seth all got in the water. Joe pushed out. It's okay, Joe. Uh... <laughs> And we get in for, and Jeremy's like, two minutes, and we're in it. And I had to go to my happy place. I don't know what the temperature of this water is, but it's coming out of a mountain. 
and it was cold. But we did the two minutes, man. I was proud of myself that I did it. I felt good afterwards. I hated that we didn't bring towels or anything, so we're wiping off, drying off. We were wet. Still, I was still shivering and cold when I got back to the car. But what an experience, you guys. What an experience. And then we had a barbecue and hanging out at uh, that Magnolia Acres, and everybody brought their families, their kids. Josh and uh, his girlfriend, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Showed up. And Amy and Jason showed up, and we all hung out there. They got to see that beautiful house and beautiful shit out there. And uh, we played volleyball. We Oh, we did some... Some uh, Luke, shout out to my boy Luke. He does uh, life-saving courses and stuff, survival courses, and he taught all the kids and everybody how to start a fire. If you're out in the out in the wilderness, uh, some cool things I didn't even know: uh, a cotton ball and Vaseline, uh, petroleum jelly actually, or Vaseline, same thing. Uh, you rub a little bit on a cotton ball, and then when you feather it out, it burns. It it starts on it starts on fire rather fast, and it burns hot. And Doc Easy's calling me, dude. Doc Easy. I'm in the middle of a podcast, but we're going to answer, dude. Here we go. Yo, Doc, what's up, man? What's up, my brother? Dude, listen, I'm recording a podcast right now. I'm almost done with it. But I've never answered my phone when I'm doing it, but I answered. So what do you want to say? I just want to say love you, man. I'm glad you went out there to Tennessee. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what you got to say. Bye. All right, dude. Bye. Oh, man, that's easy. I don't know if you guys can hear him. Just said he loved me. He wanted to hear how Nashville went. And I think he said he saw my stand-up and shit. I don't know, man. It's crazy. But we look out for each other and stuff. Uh, he didn't make it to the Nashville trip. I hope he makes it to one of these trips, dude. It's it's life-changing, dude. It's been so much fun. But um, we had a good time at the barbecue. Uh, we had to say goodbye to everybody. Uh, it was it was sad leaving them all. Um, but I knew it had to happen, and we had to get home. Um, got to go out and do some comedy, like I said. It went well. Um, flew home, and I'm depressed now because it's cold and snowy. I'm just playing. Uh, it is cold and crappy and whatever, but it's our life here. It's our house here, and, and I love it. I love it here. I got to say that because I, I really hate it. I really do. You go to Nashville, it was 70 degrees when we left. Come on, man. All right, you guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm not done. I'm not done. As I, I say that, and then when I say that, I got to think about it because I'm trying to wind it up. I'm trying to wrap it up. But whew, we got a pug and we got a bug. Huh? Right? And I woke him up. He's on my lap right now. We got a new dog. His name is Frankie. He is an eight-week-old brindle pug. And I was kind of like, man, we don't need another dog right now. Uh, Bauer's gone. I'm not sure if he's coming back. Uh, if his owners took him, uh, things might be working out with him now, so they might be keeping him. If he comes back, he comes back. Then we have five dogs running around. Uh, I miss him, dude. He's my little buddy, but he had to go home. For real. Uh, so Frankie here, he's tiny. He's just a light. He's just the size of him. one of my shoes right now. Uh, he's playful. He's a cuddler. He's so cute. He hates it outside. Oh, man. I'm about to go to jujitsu. I got to get him in a kennel. Uh, while we're gone, I don't want him to get lost somewhere. One of the dogs will try to eat him. I don't know, man. Who knows what could happen? He's so cute and so small. Um, look on social media if you want. I got. I'll put pictures up, and I know Robin's got pictures up too, and I'm tagged in them. So, uh, I got. I needed a car. You guys know that. You guys from previous podcasts, you know, I've been talking about getting a truck possibly. Because what I do with the snow blowing and lawn care, a truck is is vital. I have to have a truck, 
or I have to have an SCV that can pull a trailer or something. I don't even have a trailer yet. But I decided that all the trucks out there have too many miles on them and, and, and too expensive, so I got a, I got a car, man. I needed a car, then I can go see Carter. I can go to the cities. I can, if I got to travel more, I have a more reliable car now. Uh, I love Volkswagens. You guys know me. I've always had Volkswagens. I've always loved them. Uh, my favorite car I ever owned was a 2008 Volkswagen uh, R32, all-wheel drive, fast as fuck. Boy. Uh, I've had older Volkswagens that I did motor swaps on. I had a Passat. Uh, Robin had a Jetta that we sort of liked but didn't like. It was a turbo diesel. I had tons of problems. Anyway, I got a 2017 Volkswagen Bug Turbo S. Uh, it's got the 1.8T in it. It's actually the same motor my Passat had. So I know a lot about it. I know how to work on it. Um, it's a decent little engine. It's got pretty. It's got pretty good power um, for what it is. If I ever want to mess with it, you can boost it up more and put different exhaust on it and get freaking 30 horsepower pretty quick out of that engine without doing a lot. So uh, nah, I don't know if I'm gonna pimp my bug out. All right, I want to get different rims for it eventually. I want to get some 2016 GTR rims, GTI Type R rims. Uh, they're not Type R. I said that. Now I want to take it back because Honda guys have Type R's and Volkswagen guys and Honda guys. We're not the same. We're not the same. Uh, I love Robin's Honda, but I'm just saying we used to modify cars and Volkswagen guys don't do what Honda guys do. Uh, anyway, I don't know why I had to I had to specify that. I'm done, you guys. I love you. I'm going to jujitsu. I'm not going to miss any jujitsu, you guys. I'm getting there. Uh, might be late because I'm doing this late. Distractions, man. The puppy. Uh Bailey's got a bleeding toenail right now, and it's driving me crazy because she won't stop licking it. Uh, <laughs> so much, you guys. I probably missed some stuff, but man, another shout-out. Sandy, Gary, Josh, his girlfriend Elizabeth, Zach, uh, Cassie. Oh, yeah, because Cassie, me and her got to meet uh, at, at Rock Island State Park. Um, it was freaking amazing, and I got, to, I got to know her a little bit, and she, she streams and plays video games, and... She's a thinker like me, and we're just we're very very similar, and I love it. I really do. I'm so glad I got to meet her and Zach. Um, God, you guys, it's just Zach's funny in his own weird ways. I love it. Uh, I got to play more video games with those fools. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening so much. I really do appreciate it. Um, this was a good podcast. You guys have so much energy. I'm re re-energized for my trip, man. That's what these people do to me. They get me so motivated. They they. They make me realize what they what they see in me. Like they, I don't know if that didn't make sense how I said that. It made sense, but not good enough sense. But they they let me. I see what they see. It's crazy. I'm like, if this person is so amazing thinks I'm amazing, they I kind of must be kind of amazing. I'm, I hate saying it. I'm trying to be humble. I try to be passive aggressively funny, man. But these people supercharge me, and I love them so much. So, and I love you guys for listening. And I love all my family that made this whole trip so possible. Sandy, Gary, you guys were the best. We're the best. Sometimes when you stay with other people, especially if you haven't seen them in a long time, it can, you feel like it can be awkward. Not one. Not one minute of awkwardness. You guys loved my jokes. The Frankie farted, dude. He's got gas, dude. Oh, man. Frankie farted. All right. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I got a pug and a bug. I got a podcast on... There's no, is there a platform that rhymes with podcast? No. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Hit me up. Dave's podcast one at gmail.com. Dave's podcast and the number one at gmail.com. Um, you can hit me up on Facebook, Dave's podcast. Uh, my dryer, my washer's going off, dude. I better go. 
uh, send me an email. Send me a, a question. You want something you want me to talk about on the podcast? If you want to be on my podcast, I got to work on some Zoom calls. Uh, my boy Craig, the Tesla guy, uh, he was like, dude, let's do it. I want to be on your podcast. Let's go, man. I want people to want to be on my podcast. That makes me feel like this shit makes sense to somebody. All right. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I'm out.